بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين Our beloved Prophet Harris sallallahu alayhi wa alayhi wa sallam that the best among you are those who learn the Qur'an and teach it. If we take a step back and think of our lives in the short term, medium term, long term, when we think of ourselves, when we, when we think of our kids, when we think of our parents, our family members, our friends, community, humanity, when you think of this idea of the best of it's something really worth reflecting on and taking note of, thinking about. Your average parent doesn't just want something that's okay for their kids. They don't want something that's simply, perhaps, acceptable. Your average parent wants the best for their kids. They want to try to offer the best they can for their kids. So they don't just want something that's okay here and there. The intention is, now hopefully they can provide that, but the intention is to provide the best that they can. They want to offer and provide the best, for example, education they can for their kids. They want to offer the best food that they can within their means. They want to offer the best clothing that they can within their means, the best housing, the best opportunities, so on and so forth. When the Prophet teaches us, when the Prophet says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the best among you are those who learn the Quran and teach it, he's establishing a precedent. He's teaching us that this is something worth working for, worth striving for, worth investing in, worth valuing, because this isn't something that's just good. The Prophet is saying the best among you, if you want to get to that point. Now who is saying this makes it even more significant. The one saying this is the best person ever, saying if you want to be from among the best, this is how you do it. This is one of the ways that you can do it. There's another beautiful hadith from the Prophet ﷺ in which he says, the best among you are those who are best in character. The reality is, these concepts, when the Prophet says, the best among you are those who are best to their families, and I'm the best to my family. When you look at all of these different descriptions that the Prophet gives, ﷺ, the best among you are those who do this, those who do that, those who do that, those who do that. The reality is they're all supposed to be intertwined. They're not supposed to be separate from each other. Rather, they're supposed to be deeply connected to each other. Meaning, the person who is connected to the Qur'an, ideally, that should also be reflected in their character. The Prophet, he also mentioned that those closest to him on Yawm Al-Qiyamah, on the Day of Judgment, are those who send the most salawat upon him. That also ties in with this. That's supposed to result in a person's character becoming more and more polished. It's supposed to bear fruit. When you're connected to the Qur'an, it should impact how you treat your spouse, how you treat your family. All of these things, in reality, it's like this really awesome ecosystem of Iman. All of these ingredients are needed and they're all connected to each other. When the Prophet is telling us, again, the best among you, and there are different examples of this, it's supposed to grab our attention. 
It's, it's, it's as if the Prophet is telling us, wake up, what are you really valuing in your life? Are you valuing, valuing this or not? Does this matter to you or not? The Prophet is making it very clear that there are specific things that are going to cause a person to elevate in their relationship with Allah. Their status in the eyes of Allah Azza wa Jal, these are the things that truly matter in the long run. And they're all interconnected. And at the heart of it is the Qur'an. Because when you connect with the Qur'an, within the Qur'an, Allah mentions in a unique way the significance of sending salawat upon the Prophet. So it... it it sprouts from there. Within the Qur'an, you have the Surah Tahrim. The Prophet ﷺ was such an amazing husband, such an amazing husband, that if you look into the backstory of why the Surah was revealed, especially the beginning, the context of the beginning portion, one of the Prophet's wives, Sayyidah Zainab bint Jahsh, she was a little bit more wealthy. Honey was much more expensive in that culture and society much more than it is now now it's not really seen as much as as like a, it's not really seen as a significant delicacy it's appreciated but back then i mean it, it had a, a different a different status so she could afford it but then you had this like friendly rivalry among the different wives of the prophet so you had like different camps and then in a different camp, you have Sayyidah Aisha, Sayyidah Hafsa. These are our mothers. Of course, we, we love them wholeheartedly without a question. It also shows the, 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 the humanity in a beautiful way. So then they had this plan that, that, okay, she can afford the honey. You know, we're not really there right now. So we're going to tell the Prophet when he comes to see us independently, we're going to say that, you know, his breath, it, it smells a little bit funny. So they did that, and look, the, the Prophet was such an amazing husband, what was his response? I'll conclude with this. His response was, oh, maybe more than one person is saying this, maybe it's because of, maybe it's because of the honey, that's why they did it, maybe it's because of the honey that's causing my breath to smell a little bit bad. So his resp- he was so delicate and so careful within the home, his response was, I'm making honey haram on myself, alayhi salatu wasalam. This is how much care he had. And then Allah responds, لِمَا تُحَرِّمُ مَا أَحَلَّ اللَّهُ لَكَ And there's that whole context. But look at his care. This is regarding a comment or two regarding his breath. But he was so concerned about how he impacted things at home, even regarding his breath, There was no actual bad smell. This was something that, that, that was planned. But the point is, look at how... He cared so much. Sayyidah Aisha described the Prophet as what? His, char- his character was the Qur'an. He was like a Qur'an walking on the face of the earth. And this is an example of his character shining in connection with the Qur'an. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to illuminate our hearts, our faces, and our lives with the Qur'an. And we ask Allah to make it the spring of our hearts and really the, the, the nourishment that we're all looking for in so many other places, so much of it is found within the Qur'an. We ask Allah to help us to connect with the Qur'an within our capacity. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhir da'wan alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.